Hello, all you potheads, weed freaks, kind of curious people. I love you all. I'm so grateful that you are turning on this podcast at all. So here we go. With no further ado, here is the rest of Ashanti's interview. So we sort of briefly touched on focus before. I think you mentioned it before. Um, but let's let's go into that a little bit deeper. How does your level of focus change when you get high? Um, I feel like I'm a little like more honed in, like on the task. Um, I've self-diagnosed myself with adult ADHD. With me personally, with tasks, I feel like my mind just like bounces all over the place. Like it's like, oh, I got to do that one thing. And then as I'm doing that one thing, something else pops back into my head like, shit, I was doing this. And then I have to go back to the thing that I was previously doing. Mm -hmm. When I'm high, it's none of that. It's like, this is the task you're working on right here. Like finish this and then move on. It's no like no like honeydew list that I need to figure out like no this is what you're working on (laughs) yeah there's no none of those distractions so Mm -hmm. is that one of the reasons why you get high sometimes yeah honestly it is it is uh I've noticed lately because I work in like the mental health field so like I've noticed a lot of times like working in there like obviously you pick up like skills and you pick up like things that you learn um what I noticed for me is like I get overwhelmed easily by but like environmental like factors. So if like my house is like if my house is messy, mm-hmm. I I easily get overwhelmed with that and it'll stop me from wanting to clean. But I notice that it is that it needs to be clean. Like my anxiety will stop me. But if mm-hmm. I'm smoking and I see like, OK look, you probably need to put this load of laundry in the washer. I'm not thinking of anything else if I'm high. It's just, all right, let me put this load of laundry in the washer and then I can move on to a different task. So so you, you feel like your anxiety uh, blocks you because do you, do you feel like you get too overwhelmed by all the things that have to get done? Yeah, exactly. I absolutely do. I will... If it's too much at once, I will just, I'm not doing anything. Right. Because it's too much. And then getting high allows you to uh, just sort of jump in, you know, okay, let's do this now. Right. Yep. That's cool. And then while you're doing those things or other times, you know, when you're just watching anime or something, how how does time change? Do you, is it faster, slower, any change? Um, hmm. now I have to write a journal about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know, honestly, like, no, I think it's about, well, no, because we've watched some anime and we're like, shit, like, we've already watched like five episodes. Um, Mm -hmm. We're just going to binge this, I guess. So it it kind of, um, yeah, it kind of sometimes like just goes by really quickly. Honestly, it could just be, okay, this shit is dragging because we've watched movies where I'm like, yo, we've been watching this movie a whole hour and ain't shit happened yet. <laughs> like, like, why are we watching this movie? This movie sucks. And then you get into like that hour and a half mark and you're like, okay, it's picking up now. But mm. that first hour, it's like, what the fuck? 
So is it actually the first hour of the movie or is it more like 15 minutes that just felt like an hour? It's like 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It's been an hour. Oh, crap. It's only been 15 minutes. And then and that's when we realized, like, it's only been 15 minutes. Like, turn this shit off. Mm. (laughs) We're not going to watch this anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Good choice. Um, So speaking of movies, TV shows, uh, other than maybe turning them off if they're not interesting, what is your experience of movies and TV shows like when you're high? Um, so I have an affinity for like old black and white movies and, or in silent films now too. Mm. watch a silent film after smoking. Fucking amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, so why, what, what, why is it different? Like it's that it goes back to that whole like focus thing. Like, obviously it's a silent for a silent film. Um, you obviously have to like watch right and pay attention to like what's going on because no one's talking. I was just recently watching one and I was like so in tuned. I was just nothing else around me. It was just me and the TV. Mm-hmm. I even forgot about the dog and I was just like really into it. And I like, and then I think I reported back to like my husband and I was like, you know, that was a really fucking good movie. Like there was no way that I would have sat down and watched that like <laughs> sober. There's no way that I would have sat down and watched this silent film sober. But it was amazing, like just, and I think you've seen it like on Facebook, like every like so often, like I'll put it out there, like oh my god, this fucking movie, this costume, like blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just because I get to notice like all those different like details mm-hmm. and everything because I'm so focused on watching this one thing. Right. Yeah. Do you remember which movie that was? Uh, I, I I'll definitely text you, but it was basically. This movie was about um, it was a it was a love triangle and they were kind of like in this coven and one of the guys in the love triangle had to complete a task and they were both fighting over the girl and he had to complete the task and it was crazy. He ended up falling in love with the girl. The girl ended up being with him instead of the other guy. And the other guy was like, well, fuck it. I'll do the task and ended up fucking everyone up, like killing like people. It was crazy. I would definitely find the name of it. Okay. (laughs) I wish that there was one of the inner titles that comes up in a silent movie that says, fuck it. I'll just do the task. (laughs) Yeah. That would have been great. (laughs) Fuck it. I'll just do the task. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we've, um, it's another guy that we've watched together. My husband and I, um, this dude was one of the big silent film stars. Um, and I'll come up with his name and I'll text you that too. But apparently this guy went like years not knowing. And that's another thing too. Like if I'm high and I'm watching a movie after I watch the movie that I'm like completely like watched and was interested in, I'll go down a rabbit hole and start researching the movie mm-hmm. and like the characters and like the actors and things like that. Um, but this one guy, he went years with a broken neck, had no idea that his neck was broken in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went years. It's uh, <laughs> not. Um, why, where's my computer cursor? There it is. Um, not not Charlie Chaplin. There was a couple other um, sort of comedic silent film actors of the day. 
Mm -hmm. uh, that of course I'm blanking on their names. One is more well known than the other, but, uh, but yeah, you'll tell me afterwards. Yeah. We were like watching it. I was like, yo, like, cause it was like a pressure of like water that Buster Keaton is his name. Yeah. 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 That's who I was trying to think of. Buster Keaton. And so, uh, we have an affinity for Sherlock here and this movie that, uh, that we watched was called Sherlock Jr. Mm -hmm. And, and there was a scene in the movie where he's standing under a water tank and he did all of his own stunts. Yeah. And the water tank like bust open, like as a part of the scene and all this water went rushing down on him and broke his neck. And he had no idea for years, for years until like, I want to say it was like probably like 10, 15 years and he ended up going to the doctor for like, cause he had constant headaches or whatever. And the doctor was like, oh yeah, like your neck is broken. <laughs> yeah. You're the silent film star who does all his own stunts and has got, gotten injured how many times? Of course, you're probably going to have some headaches. Right. Oh man, that guy, he, he, he was a superhero of physicality because the things that he did, the control he had over his body was just crazy. Hey. I've only seen a couple of his movies, but man. Yes. Yes. We, I'm a big fan of Buster Keaton. Yeah. I, every Sunday, Sunday night on my favorite channel. I don't know if I could plug them, but <laughs> why not? Sunday night on TCM silent Sundays. Um, All right. <laughs> with Jacqueline. She's also a professor at Northwestern. <laughs> oh, very cool. Like it's, but I, like I sit down, I watch like my crime dramas on, on TCM, like my, my noir, like all of that, like, and I just sit and I'm engulfed. And if I'm high, I'm definitely like focused on everything. Like, oh my God, like, look at the lighting, look at like the costumes. I wonder, one of the co- the conversations that we have is, I wonder what color they're wearing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because the black and white ones. Right, right. And it becomes so meta when the when the character in the movie tells you what color they're wearing. <laughs> and you're like, thanks for fucking it up for me. I wanted you to have this color on. <laughs> <laughs> I hoped it was this color. Now you've ruined it. You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you end up thinking about the story of the movie or the behind the scenes of the movie in a different way when you're high? Yes, I absolutely do. Um, because I'm so focused on it. I'm like, okay, this is a, I don't think our generation or even just like now people really appreciate the classics. Mm-hmm. The, the ingenuity it took to like film those movies, even the movies that have like special effects like the 2001 um uh odyssey 2001 uh, it's the stanley kubrick one yeah yeah a space odyssey uh, yeah yes oh my god <laughs> first of all i highly recommend watching that high right <laughs> because of the the effects especially towards the end like where the colors are kind of like all over the place it's amazing it's an amazing feeling but i don't think people appreciate like the old movies like just like how the people act like the story like and the stories are sometimes the movies are shit but the stories are like so like intricate Mm -hmm. and like well thought out and well written that it's i don't know i don't think people really appreciate it and i wish people would so you you think about those things you appreciate sort of what went into the making of the movie or the tv show when you get high Mm mm-hmm 
Yeah, well, it sounds like you you're into that anyway. Um, you know, you research it afterwards, but it's not, it's even more when you're when you're high. Yeah, it's like okay, I need to know about this one character. Um, mm. I need to know who's doing this. Like, what? Why did this happen? <laughs> What's going on? Um, I just need to know. <laughs> right, learn as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, moving away from movies and TV shows, what about music? Do you listen to music when high? Play music when high? Yes, I have. There's another story. <laughs> college i went to school in new orleans Mm. and after katrina my college was housed at the hilton which is like downtown in the quarter and obviously you're not supposed to smoke in the hotel rooms but we're college kids we'll make a workaround exactly (laughs) so my roommate and i used to hotbox in the bathroom and that term you know what hotboxing is, but everyone right. who doesn't know what hotboxing is, is you find a very closed in area. You put the towels underneath. We were in the bathroom. So we had like the wa- the hot water on kind of like creating that steam. Mm. <laughs> um, and we would like smoke in our bathroom that way, like with the towel underneath, like a wet towel underneath, like it's absorbing all of that smoke that would have normally escaped and we would listen to John Legend. <laughs> okay. Uh, Come and Go With Me. It's like one of the last songs on the album, but it's like this really like, I don't know, like psychedelic kind of like vibe that this song gives. And me, I love music. I think music for me is just like a different language. And I honestly do see the colors in music Mm. when I'm listening. So like being like high and listening to that, like John Legend piece, I'm like, yo, let's turn off all the lights and let's just have like these Christmas lights on. And you just sit, relax, look up at the sky. It's kind of like a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, like you becoming mindful, like just do you see like everything that's like from the keys, the notes, like everything that's happening, like music when you're high is amazing in my opinion. It is amazing. Did you say it was a specific song of his? <laughs> yep. Uh it's on uh his very first album. It's it's I believe it's the remake, the remix of the song that um uh, get lifted that's the name of the song actually okay he has a remix of that song on on the album and it's like slower it's he's he's like singing and kind of like falsetto mm-hmm. and it it definitely takes you to a different place like every time when i was in college like that's the song that i would play <laughs> we gotta listen to this song <laughs> And what what is it that how how is the music different when you high when you when you get high? Are you listening to the music differently, the lyrics differently? I'm personally listening to the music differently. Mm-hmm. It's like certain like you just personally, I feel like it's just certain things that you can't unlock if you're sober. Mm. And when you're high on marijuana, people on marijuana, right. <laughs> That's when what we're talking about. <laughs> when you're high on marijuana, like being able to unlock that realm, 
like that one song that I'm talking about in particular, like I feel like I'm kind of just like uh, floating on the Spike Lee, uh, on the Spike Lee floor, you know, when all of his characters float, that's like his signature in all the movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel when I'm listening to that song. Like I am on the moving floor and it's just kind of like guiding me and I'm just floating and going through and just really experiencing the, mu- the the music all around me. That's so cool. That's a good visual to have as well, just floating across. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, in normal circumstances, if we if I wasn't wasn't recording these for a podcast, I would be trying to dig even more into movies and music and stuff like that. But I don't I don't have the luxury. We're we're you know, I got to move on. But um. I could, you know, I could ask you about so many different specific movies and specific songs, um, mm. but uh, you know, if if any other ones jump out at you, just let me know. But absolutely, yeah. In the meantime, um, we're gonna go back to food because you mm-hmm. already talked about food. Um, so I think you said that you you come up when you are high and cooking, you come up with different uh, combinations of things. What are some of those things that you've come up with? <laughs> um just things i love food so like just things that that taste good uh here's another funny story (laughs) i used to run an after school program and we would have afternoon snacks Mm -hmm. and when we would get to like the end of the month because monthly we would get like these brand new snacks we would refill whatever the case when we would get down to the last of our snacks i would whisper to my my coworker or whoever was in the after-school program with me. And I'm like, it looks like we're going to have a Mr. Shanti Stony, stoner time like snack. Um, so I, we would, if we have granola, I'm using granola. Oh, we have some yogurt. I'm using the yogurt. What else can we use? I'm making parfaits. <laughs> like they can, and I was just like spread out all these different things. I'm like, and you go down the, the assembly line and you pick whatever you want in your parfait. And that's your snack. <laughs> nice. Like that is your snack. But um, uh, one thing that I really love eating when I'm high is like mango candy. Mm. So not dried mango, but candy that is mango flavored. Yes. Like the, the, the candy that you get at like the taquerias, like mm. the, like the Mexican candies. Oh my, what that has like the tamarind. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Because one, mango, it actually uh, assists your high, like it gets you higher. That's what I, I have heard. I don't know what it is about the mango, but it gets you higher. So I would, when we, like we smoke all the time and when we could go pre-pandemic, we would go to the like little carniceria or taqueria and buy like a bag full of like these mango and tamarind candies. And... <laughs> And and put it in our um, our snack ottoman because we have a snack ottoman. Oh, <laughs> that's smart. Yes, you have to be prepared. You never know. <laughs> and we would put it in our snack ottoman. Um, and it was oh my god, it's just so many things that you can do. Like a lot of people don't understand that it's going to sound disgusting, but it is a very good a very very good combination and it is uh cool ranch doritos hear me out go with me (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think anybody's complaining about Cool Ranch Doritos. No, but they're going to complain about this next part. Okay, okay. <laughs> it is Cool Ranch Doritos, and it is Cool Whip. Okay. <laughs> Go with me. <laughs> I discovered this when I was in college, when I was high and I was studying. At that point, um, I I think I was going to school for like pre-medicine. So like all of my classes were pretty hard and I need to focus. So I would smoke and then I would study. And then I'm like, I need a snack. What's going to taste good together? Let's try this. It is a really good combination. It's the zestiness of the Cool Ranch and the sweetness, the sweetness and creaminess of the Cool Whip that you mix it all together. It It's amazing. So did did the, the fact that their names are similar, Cool Whip, Cool Ranch, did that have anything to do with why you combine these? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> probably not i don't know i don't know i was just trying some shit it worked cool whip ranch uh all right all right and i know you're vegan so i don't know if you can have cool whip well there is dairy-free cool whip that we often that not often have always have in our fridge or freezer okay uh the 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 cool the cool ranch Doritos, not so much. There is one flavor of Doritos that I can eat. It's the um, it's the per- I think it's the like sweet chili or something the like that. It's the purple chili. bag. Oh, what can yeah. you mix with that? I mean, I guess I could try Cool Whip, but I don't know. I don't know if that's just gonna work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you're the expert, why don't you try? try to compare it with the Cool Ranch and let me know how it goes and then maybe I'll try it. Yeah, it's it's weird. My husband hates it when I he but he knows like when I go grab a tub of Cool Whip. <laughs> he knows what's coming. <laughs> He's like, "Why do you do that nasty shit?" I'm like, "It is so good." It's <laughs> all right, if any of my listeners, all five of you, uh, if any of you um try this, please let me know how yes. it is try it please please try it let's make this a thing <laughs> yeah right you got to come up with a good name though cool cool whip ranch dorito i don't know i think it needs to be more clever than that yeah zesty cream i don't know like that zesty sounds cream. disgusting <laughs> yeah that's uh geez, we're going down the wrong path with that one yeah that sounds disgusting <laughs> never mind well, okay, so so how about food food in general? What how how do you experience food in general when you're high? Just like a regular meal. Uh, just a regular meal if I'm high. Um oh man, like it's more enjoyable, um honestly, but I also have to be eating something like really good. Uh there's this one place here that has like burgers and peanut butter and pickles on the burger and peanut butter, a mm-hmm. burger and it's and bacon and it's freaking amazing but it's something about like when i'm high and i'm eating this like something about that peanut butter sauce that it elevates it it's creamier like it's less sweet it just elevates the burger when i'm high um so i don't know that that burger sounds like um something that was designed for stoners i think it was <laughs> Is it uh? I, does it have a very like hippie vibe to it? 
does the burger place have a hippie vibe to it? Right, right, right. No, this burger place is like full on like bar and got like blaring music and it's (laughs) it still could be catered towards stoners. I don't know. Exactly. Like it and it's like a downtown like Mm -hmm. where the college is. So for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) For absolutely for sure. Um but when when I'm high and I'm eating food, um oh man it's it's a different experience for sure um Mm -hmm. yeah it's hard to explain yeah it's like you you it's it's the same food i guess depending on what i'm eating again it just like the burger with that with that delicious ass peanut butter sauce it's more creamy it's it's less sweet because like when i feel like when i eat it and i'm sober like I don't want as much as the pe- of the peanut butter sauce because it's just mm. too sweet for me. But when I'm high, I'm like, I want extra. <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> and, and then do you when you when you're high and you're eating, do you feel like you savor the food more or do you just want to eat it fast? I want to eat it faster. Mm. I, wa- I want to eat it faster for sure. And then realize later, like, fuck, that was too fast. I want more. Uh, (laughs) but yeah i I, when i'm high like if i'm like obviously when i'm high um i tend to have the munchies a lot more Mm -hmm. so like for me like i go through a lot of different things like trying to figure out like what it is that i want to eat um there's been plenty of times where we've been stoned and we've been watching we've been binging like anime or whatever and all of a sudden like you see me in the kitchen like it's like I didn't even like get up I just appeared in the kitchen and I'm like what can I make what can I make and then it just all comes to me it's like you um you know like the little meme where it has like all those like uh math symbols and problems <laughs> like right. flowing out of your head that's me like when I'm high and I just appeared in the kitchen it's like a calculus problem and I'm trying to figure out what's going to work together. Right. And I'm like, maybe if I try this, this will work. Or I know that this and this goes together. So if I add this, how would that work? Um, I've come up with like recipes when I'm high. Like I really want to try this brioche bread and brie and like bacon and apple kind of sandwich. <laughs> so I write it down and I'm like, I'm going to try that next time. Like, I'm going to get me some brie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get me some brioche. I'm going to get me, like, well, not apple because I'm uh, allergic to apple, but, like, pear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this, and I'm going to see how it works together. And that's just how it, like, goes. But I have, like, recipes, too, like, that I write down in my in my elevated state. Ah, uh, yes. And I'm like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try that. <laughs> Do you – how much – I mean, other than your the weed journal, how much – uh, do you actually write down when you get high of things that you want to remember later? So outside of like how the weed is making me feel. Right. So like recipes, idea, recipe ideas would be one thing. Yeah. Recipe ideas would be one thing. Um, oh man. Uh, if I absolutely need to remember something, um, I'll write it around. I'll write a note on my iPhone. Like this is like make a memo of that. Cause you're not going to fucking remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this to-do list this task that you need to get done like 
hey, you probably need to fill out your open enrollment for <laughs> insurance. Don't fucking forget that. Like, write that down. Yeah. But yeah, I write down, surprisingly, I write down a lot of stuff. Like, I had been toying with the idea for so long of like doing my own like podcast, but could never do it. And I was like, oh, here's an idea for that. Or, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or I could do this. Or maybe I should do this. Or, hey, this song, like, you should write that song down because you like that song that you just heard. So write that down so you can remember or put it in your Spotify and now you have it. But then it's hard to go back into like your Spotify and then try to figure out what you just added. Right, right. Which <laughs> which song was it? So do you feel like do you do you write a lot of these things down because you just have a bad memory or is it because you're high or both? It's both. It's both. It's it's the insurance of me knowing that I have a bad memory, but also this shit came to me when I was high and right. it, it might be the greatest idea ever. So <laughs> and how often does that come to be true? <laughs> the great idea. All my right. ideas are great. <laughs> trust me. Cool whip. <laughs> I trust you. I have to trust you. I have to. I have no other choice. You know, but um, I mean... I'm human. Sometimes like it, it messes up, like things mess up. But like I happen to think that all my ideas are great. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I do, too. I think all of my ideas are great as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like sitting on the couch with my husband and we are talking about something and I'm like, oh, you know, that'd be a good idea for this movie or this video game. What if you think like we do this and then we kind of like bounce off each other? And I'm like, I should write that down. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're describing this household actually. <laughs> Cuz we're constantly joking around. We're like, "Oh, that's a good idea for a movie or a a sketch of some kind if we were to mm-hmm. ever to be on like Saturday Night Live. Oh, that's a good sketch idea. That's a good something stupid funny idea." Yeah. You got to write it down before you forget. <laughs> yeah. And you may never do anything with it, but at least it's written down. It's written down. Yes, just in case somebody else has that same high ass idea. <laughs> I wrote it down first. Yeah. You got to date it too. I, I do. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Let's see. So, uh, okay. The, this is totally, totally changing the subject. This is the very personal question. Feel free to pass if you so choose. Um, what is sex like when you get high? Oh, man. No, it's so I usually don't talk about sex, but I will. Okay. <laughs> oh man, it's I don't know. Sometimes you know you like you're in the you I don't know, you're aroused normally with your spouse. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm high, I'm like, "Oh man. Oh man, I'm about to hear like I need to hear like the drums. <laughs> it's about to go down." <laughs> Like I'm feeling this right now. Like this is where this is what I'm feeling. Like, and and it honestly like like sex is already good. Big shout out to my husband. <laughs> but I'm sure he'll he'll appreciate hearing that. Yeah. yeah, but like when I'm high, like it's a different feeling. Like it's again, it's like you're feeling everything like with your whole being. So it's like you're you're more like in tune. You're, oh man, I don't. It's great. 
<laughs> and that's all it's, there is to say. That's all there is to say. It's great. It's great. You're elevated. Like you're like my husband hates like if we're not having sex, but like when we're smoking, he hates when I touch him hmm. because like he feels like he's like you're touching my soul. Like stop. Oh whoa. <laughs> like like stop. Don't don't rub my leg. Don't touch me. Like stop. Like I feel that. Stop it. So like knowing that he has like these sensitivities. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna take advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking advantage, full advantage of that. <laughs> okay, I, I think I'm gonna have to get him on this podcast too. <laughs> he's he's an expert in like all things weed. He is <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we will. Yeah, we'll we'll talk off air about that one. So yeah. uh, the so basically, uh, you know, I have these I have these uh, things. I call them the outside world. How does the outside world change? Music, movies, TV show, food, sex, uh, all of those for you. Great, 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 great. They are great. Like I, I mean, I love movies anyway. I love music anyway. Like I really mm-hmm. feel like music is just. It's just a universal language. It brings everyone together. And for me, like already loving these things and then to be high and experience them in a different way than I would have experienced them sober makes me feel more connected to the things that I'm watching, to the things that I'm listening to, to the things that I'm eating. Um, And I just feel like everyone should experience that when you're of age. (laughs) everyone should experience that like i have my youngest my eldest nephew it's not old enough but he keeps talking about it and i'm like no you're not ready yet yeah <laughs> like hold off like wait till you're in college like you're not ready yet but um i i i think it just i think being high gives you that that sense of like a a better connection like we're mm-hmm like just going in life every day when we're sober, like we are so detached and we don't under, we don't recognize like how detached we are. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, like when you're high, like it's like you're connected to everything. Like, like you're more grounded and you feel like all of like those like energies and everything. And I feel like all of that, like the wavelength and everything and like movies and music is like right there. Like you just gotta do you. I love that. I love that. You, you're connected to everything. Uh, so speaking of, you know, just being sober, do you think that getting high has affected your sober life in any way? Um, no, because I, I still like even when I'm taking like those tolerance breaks. Um, well, in a, in a sense, yes, I'll say yes, uh, because now that knowing that I'm high and this is how I feel when I'm high and how I feel when I'm sober. Right. I'm more aware when I'm sober now, like of, of my feelings of, of like my thoughts and everything. I'm more aware of those things. I'm more aware when I'm feeling anxious Mm -hmm. when I'm sober, I'm more aware when I'm feeling like overwhelmed or when I'm feeling stressed out or if depression kicks in, I'm more aware of all of that. And I could recognize that so that I can manage those stressors and those triggers. So yeah, it does. It does. So you think that you you're able to deal with those stressors a little bit better when you are not high? Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely, I do. Nice. Um, and then, you know, you still have the option to get high and deal with them even more drastically. Even Exactly. I Absolutely. Because, and I, and I, I do smoke every day, but like sometimes when I come home, like the thought is on my mind to like smoke, but sometimes I, I just get so preoccupied with doing other things. Like, um, like for instance, like I make my husband's lunch like every night. So if I get so preoccupied with like prepping his lunch, I don't really have time to like smoke in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, like my smoking time may be right before bed. Mm-hmm. It's not like I walk in, I'm like, yeah, here's a joint, smoke it. Do right. you? <laughs> but sometimes you do get preoccupied with life as it happens that you don't have time to like sit and think and, and deal with all of this at the moment. I'm just, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you don't always have that that thing to fall back on to deal with whatever stress you might be might be dealing with at the moment. Exactly. It's good to learn how to deal with those, you know, if you're in a cuz you know, you could be you could be out, you could be traveling, no weed around and something stressed you out, you got to know how to deal with that. How to deal with it? Exactly. Um like I don't know, like I just I, I couldn't go anywhere that don't, that don't have no weed no more. No. <laughs> Fair point. I don't know. I I, I just can't. I, I've I've seen the light. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah, I do think that I I deal with things a lot differently. Um, stone and and sober. Yeah. As we all should, and you should always be aware. Like we mentioned it earlier, always be aware of your tolerance. Always be aware of how you handle things because. Some people get high and they could, you know, it's, it's not always a calm feeling. Right. Like some people freak out. Like that's natural. Like some people do freak out. Yeah, definitely. Got to know what you're doing. <laughs> so you said that sometimes you will, um, you'll just smoke right before bed, um, maybe to help you sleep. Do you think that your dreams are affected by being high or is your sleep affected? Uh, I definitely get a deeper sleep Okay. Um, when I am high. And I have noticed that um, when I dream, that my dreams are, first of all, all of my dreams, <laughs> and this has to be like some psychological thing that I probably should get checked out, but all of my dreams are in some form of me kind of like escaping some situation and like... <laughs> And like I'm like the hero of the situation, like a full action pack movie. Mm. I'm hopping over things, like I'm in like it's just crazy. <laughs> I don't know what's what that means. I need to talk to my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always doing something like that. Those dreams when I'm high and I've gone to sleep, like like I can remember that dream the next morning, as opposed to like if I went to bed sober, like typically we don't remember our dreams. So the dreams that I do remember are, are a little more lucid mm. when I'm high. They they are definitely, because I can wake up and be like, yo, let me tell you, <laughs> we were in this room and you were on one side. I saw the people, they were coming, they were coming to get you. I had to hop over this balcony. I had to swing. <laughs> and then we had to figure out a way to escape like quickly. 
and hide. <laughs> I don't know. I probably should be watching those movies before I go to bed. Uh, that might be part of it. <laughs> uh, well, so so you you find that it's easier to remember your dreams when you're high, mm-hmm. or, or you know when you had been high. Yep, when I wake up, it's easier to remember them. Huh. Okay, that's interesting. And then, do you think that? you the dream do you think that the dreams are different even though you have this very regular type of dream do you think that the dreams are different when you're high or do you just don't really remember them when you're sober as much i think it's a little bit of both like sometimes i do i do dream where i'm not an action pack hero <laughs> sadly <laughs> sadly i do and those dreams i can remember but if i'm like sober like i maybe bits and pieces but not like the whole thing and then as I'm trying to remember, it's like that plug has been unplugged. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking forgot. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> like like I, I was going somewhere. Right. And I just... <laughs> so you're you're able to recall more details when you mm-hmm. when you are high. OK. Yeah. Uh, OK. So at the very beginning of this conversation, you said that you were going to Bible study and you went to <laughs> church twice a week. How do you, or maybe it hasn't, but how do you think cannabis has affected your views of religion or spirituality over the years? Okay. Um, so I am a preacher's kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So religion has always been like, kind of like in the forefront, but I have come to, in my adult years, come to the realization that while my father is a preacher, uh, thank God my father isn't like a pious person mm-hmm. who is like a Bible thumper. Cause uh, yeah, I've also smoked with my father. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you definitely realize like that in Christianity, like, so I feel like, I feel like religion is, is more of a routine Mm. than spirituality. Spirituality is actually you connecting to whomever you believe in, to whatever you believe in. And you have that connection where you don't need four walls and a congregation of people to um, edify that connection. So I feel like, like smoking now, I realize like, yeah, church is good because that congregation and that like fellowship is is good because us as humans we need some type of fellowship Mm -hmm. um and to be around like like like-minded people that accept you but i feel like in my adult years i've really realized like i grew up in more of a religion than spirituality Mm -hmm. i grew up with this is what you're supposed to do this is how you act this is where to do in the service, like all these different routines that you've been practicing your whole life. Mm-hmm. And you don't need all of that. Like you don't need that. Like to be, to be connected to a higher power, like you don't need that. You need spirituality. You need to be able to, to actually connect on your own, to guide yourself to that, that thing. Um, and I don't feel like the church, the sober church, when I was, when I was like, or the church, when I'm sober, I don't feel like that offers you that. Also known as the sober church. Exactly, the sober church. But if you're high <laughs> mm. <laughs> and you're not in eighth grade, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you go to Bible study, there may be a different a different feeling. 
Um, I hadn't been to church in so long because I feel like the church is, and I'm sorry, Christians, I love you guys because the Bible says to love thy neighbor and I love everyone. But I feel like it's just a lot of like, I think people take it too literally. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that the Bible in itself is a book of stories, kind of like a guide that we could we can access when we're when when we don't have the answers and it's kind of putting it to like and you have to be able to apply it to your life today you can't live in those words where 2000 years ago like no shit's changed a lot yeah <laughs> like shit's changed a lot that's why there's a old testament and a new testament because they also realized that shit changed um so like people who like who go off the bible like verbatim it's weird to me it's a weird flex yeah uh so it's do you do you feel like uh cannabis has gotten you to realize that or do you think it's partly just age or both i think um i think it's both age because we see things differently when we are adults, mm-hmm. I call them our adult eyes. We see things with our adult eyes and we're not spoon fed. We have the ability to kind of like go out and see things for ourselves, as opposed to people telling you that this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then cannabis, uh, smoking it definitely allows you to, to explore the spirituality of things, like to explore, like even like Christianity, like, explore that shit like (laughs) it's okay it's okay to be spiritual and you don't have to like be a bible thumper Mm -hmm. like to do that because they'll tell you like uh, most most like christians are like oh god's against like lgbtq and i don't feel that that's that's the sense i don't feel that like i feel like they nitpick or they cherry pick everything in the bible so that it could like kind of like mold to their opinion or their views of the world. And I feel like if you're smoking weed, you have a better worldview. Yeah. Well, so you have a better connection. So what are some of these things that you feel that cannabis has, um, you know, like what have you learned spirituality wise, just about the world? Are there any, is there anything specific? Um, for me, I've been I've been recently taking like a more spiritual journey, like just to kind of understand who I am, understand like the energies around me. Um, like the world is spiritual in itself. There's so many things happening that we don't recognize mm-hmm. is happening around us. Um, and I think that, again, like smoking cannabis, like allows you that connection it because again for me like i said it it allows me to to lose those inhibitions to lose those thoughts those blockages so for me like i feel like smoking like i just i don't know like i've always been a, a an open minded person and smoking weed has probably made me a little more open minded like mm-hmm. okay i don't understand all the shit that you're going through i don't understand the way that you grew up, I don't understand. I may not understand all of this that's happened or whatever the case may be, but I'm going to treat you just like a human. Like you are just you. 
I don't care what background you come from. Like, let's just be friends. If we're smoking, let's be friends. <laughs> Even if we're not smoking, let's just be friends. Exactly. Even if we're not smoking, let's just be friends because that's just who we should all be. Like, as just humans, like, sober and high, all together, kumbaya, come together. Like, let's just be. <laughs> I cannot think of a better phrase. <laughs> that's perfect. Um... All right, so let's see. I, you know what? Let's just let's just get into my last question, which is just, what do you want to say to Pot? If it were going away for a while, what would you want it to know? Please don't go away. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Um, if I could talk to Pot, I would thank you for the enlightenment. Like, like just just thank you for like the experiences that I've had. Thank you for the many strains, the plethora, the abundance of strains for me to try, the science of it all, because I am a science geek. <laughs> so the science behind it, the chemistry behind it, like, oh, my God, like, where were you? Mm. <laughs> where were you in seventh grade? But honestly, weed has been around me my whole life. Like my aunts and uncles, excuse me, used to smoke weed when we were younger. And they would hide in the in the, my aunt's bedroom. And this is when they were smoking out of Topps papers. And this is a memory that all of my cousins have. Mm. We would go knock on the door and they would like try to like spray the room down, hide the Topps papers like underneath the bed and like hide the tray of weed like underneath the bed. Like we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's been around my whole life. Like, but... You know, people have stigmas about it. And um, my mom, may she rest in peace. Like, I remember she came to visit us and we had a bong in the window. <laughs> and my husband was like, that's a vase. She's like, I'm not stupid. That's not a vase. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not a vase. So I, what are you guys doing? And I took my mom and my dad to the, their first dispensary while she had stigmas about it and 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 had some, some judgments and some biases. Like, she... She never was like, all right, no, nah, don't hang around me. Like, it's like, just don't do it around me. Right. Um, so, and I respect that. So, make sure you rest in peace. I never smoked around her, but I definitely smoked on her property. <laughs> <laughs> and she may or may not have known. Oh, she knew. She knew. <laughs> um, she definitely knew uh, the first time I smoked around her or in, like, in the vicinity. Uh, I was just like really like complimenting her the whole time, like oh my god, like and it took me five minutes to come out of the kitchen to like actually interact with her. My husband was like, "You're being weird, stop being weird." <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, "Mom, I love you so much. You're so beautiful. Oh my god, Dad, did you know she was so beautiful? Like, look at her." <laughs> Don't be weird. Don't be weird. <laughs> but the whole time though, I'm saying that to myself, like, "Don't be weird." Right, like, right. Don't be weird. And my husband disappeared on me. It's <laughs> like, where did he go? He was like, I'm out of this situation. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help, but you're not helping yourself. So you're like, you're being really weird right now. And I'm like, uh, do you have a bag of chips, mom? You're so pretty. <laughs> and Cool Whip. And Cool Whip. <laughs> uh, so I, I had one other thought, one other question, which was, um, since you you've been around people through your whole life who some smoke some don't is are you able to 
make a generalization about the people who do smoke? Uh, yes, I can make a generalization. Um, they are more laid back. They are more open, open, like as far as like welcoming mm -hmm. and engaging um, those judgments that some people would have, like if they aren't like partaking, they don't have those judgments. Uh, definitely a good fucking time. <laughs> mm -hmm. We know how to party. We have fun. We know how to snack. <laughs> <laughs> That's very important. <laughs> but no, like all of my like aunts and uncles are like very down to earth, like just like comparing so comparing my aunts and my uncle who smokes to my aunts who don't smoke and who are like very christian right there's a definite difference um for those for those aunts who don't have a vice to those <laughs> aunts and uncle who has the vice mm -hmm. you could definitely tell like okay <laughs> mm. like <laughs> yeah, that that that's a whole conversation um, that you know maybe I'll I'll dig in deep with somebody else maybe who uh, you know like a I don't know a psychologist or something I don't know because because there that 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 brings up so many questions of like well are they like that because they smoke or is it the personality that makes right. you know who knows like or like is their personality high, like like more expressive because they smoke like what is it like yeah yeah yeah. But it, it's, I, I like to think about that stuff. And obviously, that was a very leading question that I, oh, no, I gave no. you. But yeah. that was kind of what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, thank you very much for this fun conversation. Obviously, we could have spoken for many more hours about it. Uh, and maybe we'll do a part two sometime. Yeah, I'm always down. I'm always down. Cool. Uh, so to all of my listeners, thank you for actually listening. Um, I would love it if you could subscribe and share and uh, write me a review. I think I maybe only have a couple of reviews. So if you guys want to write me a review, that would be awesome. Uh, you know, just just keep on listening. I'm going to keep on doing these interviews because I think that they're super interesting. And I love I love getting to know somebody more, getting to know somebody in a new way, um, but also just having a place for them to tell to tell their story. Uh, I think it's yes. really important to hear everybody's stories. So Ashanti, um, you know, I don't know, um, you know, you don't, you don't have a podcast yet, but is there anything that you want to plug? Are you on social media that you want people to find you on? Uh, I am on social media. Uh, it's nothing really. I just post food on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I think there are some people who really appreciate that. Yes, I post food on my Instagram and I do not know my Instagram name by heart. <laughs> That's all right. I'll get it from you later and uh, I'll yes. put it in the show notes. But please, please, please try the Cool Ranch and Cool Whip. If you got nothing from this conversation, <laughs> just just take that, that one oh, little piece. Yes, and smoke responsibly. Like, don't drive while you're doing it. Stay at home. You ain't got nowhere to go anyway. Nope. <laughs> we're all we're all pandemicked up here. Yes. So all right. Smoke. Enjoy your day. <laughs> yes. It, whatever you can do. So yes, thank you for listening to everybody, and um, I guess maybe my uh, my temporary sign off, at least for this one uh, or these two episodes, uh, maybe just this one part two episode. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this episode by saying goodbye, motherfuckers. Goodbye, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>